Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity again to sow into the good ground and good ministry, Father God, that we're receiving today from Pastor Marika, Lord. Lord, we thank you that she is good ground to sow into, Father God. She ministers wherever she goes in the power and the grace. And Lord, uh, with, with the help of the Holy Spirit, Lord God, wherever she goes, Lord, and we declare that to be good ground to sow into. And Lord, we thank you for the harvest that's upon our giving today in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. And get to know Marika as, uh, as she came and, uh, and worked uh, down there at Victory Life Centre and um, ably alongside her mother, uh, Pastor Margaret uh, Court. And, uh, and of course, down there on staff, I got to see uh, Marika ministering in those days and seeing the same anointing, that same power, that same gifting. I know you're different, but there's an there's a overflow of the uh, a grace and anointing, I believe, that comes down um, to our family members, I believe, that's just so distinctly the same. And, uh, and of course, we've had some, some fun times in the Holy Ghost too down there as well, different times and different seasons and uh, what the Lord's done. And... Uh, I want you uh, just to put your hands together and, uh, and give Pastor Marika a, a very, very warm Victory Life Broom welcome. Thanks, Peter. It's great to be here. Oh, Pastor Peter, I should say. It's great to be here up in Broome with you all. It's been a, a while, a few years. I think last time we were up here, Lindsay painted that beautiful mural, Pastor Lindsay, who runs our children's church, and she paints murals all over Perth. So you're privileged to have one of hers up here too. But let's just pray. Aunt Louise, can you jump up there for a minute? And where's the lady on the piano? Sorry, I don't know your name. So, so, so. Father, we just thank you for this morning, Lord. Thank you that your hand is upon this service. Holy Spirit, have your way through each and every one of us. Lord, that nothing is impossible for you, Father, that you are turning everything around for good in every person's life. Lord, that they look to you. Lord, that you're their deliverer. You're their helper. You're their comforter. You're there with them. Lord Jesus, whatever they're going through, Jesus, you're with them. You've got their hand, you're right with them. I just see it. it's like there's some people here and you're in some sticky situations, but God is saying, don't you give up. Trust me, know that my grace and my favour is upon your life. Know that I'm going to turn that situation around for good. God is saying, don't, don't, don't stop looking at me. Just because the situation seems so big and so giant, God is saying, don't stop looking at me. Because I love you, I adore you, and I am with you every step of the way. And God says, I am going to turn it around for good. And you're saying impossible, and God's saying not impossible for me. He's saying not impossible for me. I don't know who that person is, but God's saying not impossible for me. He's a big God and He's bigger than your circumstance. He's bigger than your situation. So God is saying, trust me through the storm. Trust me through whatever you're going through. Trust me through the storm. Father, I thank you, Lord, that each and every person trusts you, no matter what they're going through, no matter what the situation. Everyone just wants to put their hands out in front of them right now. And God just wants to soak you and drench you with His love because he's a God of love, he's a God of mercy, he's a God of grace. And God's saying, receive my love. My church, be like a sponge in my presence and in my love and just soak in my love because my anointing destroys every yoke and every bondage. 
And God says, it's time for my church, my church in general, but yes, brew victory life to go to another level. And God says, it's as you soak and drench yourself in my presence and become sponges, you're gonna be filled up to overflowing to give out to this town like never before. Because God says, this town needs my love like never before, but it's in the receiving that God says, you're gonna be able to give out like never before. So Father, I thank you that you just strengthen people today. Father, strengthen them. Give them strength, Father, that the joy of the Lord is their strength and they begin to laugh in the midst of adversity. You ready? You've got to copy me. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. You ready? You've got to open your mouth. It's like a step of faith. You ready? Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. You know, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And God says, as you receive in my presence and just sit back and receive my anointing, it's like God says, it brings such breakthrough. Some of you laughing is out of your comfort zone, but God's saying, get ready to get comfortable out of your comfort zone. I'll say it again. Get ready to get comfortable out of your comfort zone because when you're out of your comfort zone, God will use you mightily. He will use you powerfully because you're not set in your ways. You go with His ways. And He's a God of love and mercy and grace and He's never going to give you too much that you can't handle. So Father, I just thank You for Your anointing and Your grace and Your favour. Louise, do you want to just sing over everyone? And you just receive, guys.
Thank you, Jesus. Lord, that you've got each and every person in the palm of your hand. Lord, that they don't need to look back. Lord, that your hand's upon their life. I just see God's hands heavy upon your life. And I just see it's like God says it's breakthrough time. And God doesn't want you staying in the same place that you've been in. God says it's time for breakthrough because I'm the Lord of the breakthrough. And God says, you don't have to stay in that same place anymore. God says, as you begin to lift your hands and begin to praise me and worship me in the midst of the circumstance, God says, I'm going to turn it all around for good because that is what I do. And I just see it as you lift your hands, as you praise him, as you worship him, as you acknowledge him in the midst of the storm, God says, I'm turning it all around for good. No regrets. God says, my love is greater. My love is higher. My love is wider than whatever you're going through. So God says, rest in my love and begin to say, God, you love me. I feel like there's some people here and you need to get a revelation that God loves you, that He adores you. And it's through you just saying, God, you love me in the midst of the storm. Just keep acknowledging Him in the midst of whatever you're going through. Just keep on putting Him first place. Keep saying, God, you love me. You adore me. And as you begin to speak those words, it just breaks chains. Because whatever you've been going through, the enemy has been your opposition. Satan has been your opposition. And God is saying, no more, no more. When you worship me, when you know my love, perfect love casts out all fear. So God says, look to me in the midst of the storm, because I'm a God of love, mercy, compassion, and I am for you. He is for you. He is for you. He is for you. My love is for you. I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. God says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. I am for you. I am for you. So fear not. I am for you, he says to you today. I am for you and I am with you. And I'm never going to leave you. So be anxious for nothing. Father, I thank you that we are anxious for nothing. We are anxious for nothing. Say, I'm anxious for nothing. Say, God loves me. God adores me. You know, He's a God of love. He's a God of compassion. He's a God of mercy. And He just wants to pour His Spirit out on you continuously. It never stops. 
when you know His love and God saying, allow my love to just be poured out on you. Soak in my love. Allow my love to transform you. I feel like there's some people here and you've had some barnacles because you've been through some trials. You've been through some tests. So you've got some barnacles and God's saying, it's my love that smashes every barnacle, every stronghold, whatever you've been going through. It's his love that breaks it. It's his love that brings breakthrough into the trial. So God says, keep looking to me. Look to my eyes and just keep looking to the cross. Whatever it is that you've been going through, see it on the cross. God's saying, see it on the cross it's my love that is far greater than the circumstance it's my love that's far greater than the situation it's my love my love that transforms because he just loves you so much say it one more time god loves me, god loves me. you know he loves you thank you louise you know god loves you he adores you there's someone here that with really quite severe back pain to the point in their lower back, to the point where they've gone, I might have to move to Perth. Who is that? You've had loads of back pain and you've gone, I need treatment for my back. There's someone here. Who's that? Loads of lots of lower back pain. There is someone here because I don't get it wrong very often. <laughs> Come up here if that's you. Come up here to the point where you've said, I might have to move to Perth because I've been in so much pain to get treatment. I just see it's like God's saying to you, it's your season and it's your time. And he's the healer and he's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. And he loves you so much. And I just see it, it's like you've been through so much. It's like you've been through a trauma. But God's saying, I love you. I'm bigger than this situation. I'm bigger than this pain. I'm bigger than the circumstance. So Father, what's your name? What's your name? Jim? Alan. Father, I just thank you for Alan. Lord, that you're his healer. And we command all this pain in his lower back to go right now in Jesus' name. Just reach your hands out, guys. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you don't have to reach your hands out. Oh, you just have to receive. <laughs> Father, I just thank you for Alan, Lord. We command all pain to go now in Jesus' name. And we speak life to this back. Lord, that he can sit through this service pain-free because he knows how much you love him. Jesus, we just thank you. We command all this pain to go in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You know, God loves you so much, Alan. He stopped the service just for you because I could have kept just going into my message, but God stopped the service for you because he knew what you've been going through. And he's saying, Alan, I'm your healer. I'm your deliverer. Pain, go in Jesus' name. Fire of God. Come, burn up anything that's not of you. We command every joint, every tissue, every part of this spine, Father, every vertebrae to function the way God designed it to function. And we thank you for it. Thank you, Jesus, for the fire of God. Thank you, we command pain to go and life to come in this spine in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. How's your back? How is it? Yeah. About the same as normal. Is it? Okay. So can you do something that you haven't been able to do? Um, well, I can do most things. It's been laminated and knocked around with that many times. Oh, has that? But can you feel different now? No. You came up with pain? Mm. Still there? Mm. Okay. Yeah. 
Right, we're going to pray again. Father, we just thank you right now. Can you bend over and reach your toes? What can you? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're pretty fit. We command all this pain to go right now in Jesus' name. Father, we speak life right through this back, right through from the top of his head to the sole to the tips of his toe. Your anointing destroys every yoke, Father. We thank you, Jesus. Life to flow through this body, health to flow through this body. I just see it, Alan, it's like God saying, focus on me, focus on my love and how much I love you because he adores you and he's your healer. And God says, as you begin to say, thank you, Jesus, you took back pain on the cross and by Jesus' stripes I am healed. This is for anyone in the room. It's like you just begin to picture that pain on the cross. God says, you're going to watch what happens. God says, you're going to be able to do things pain-free that you've never been able to do as you look to the cross and see it on the cross. Because God says, it's not your pain. It's not your pain to carry. It's not your stress to carry. It's not your burden to carry. Father, I thank you for total freedom. God says, don't doubt my love and how much I love you. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. How are you going there? Bit different, <laughs> meaning you feel better, stronger, um, lighter? No, I, don't know how, I don't know how I feel, really. But you feel different? Yeah, it's different. different. Okay, well, you can go back and sit at your seat, and I'm going to get you up after. But I just see it's like God saying, I'm your healer. And he can make everyone feel different, better different. Because <laughs> I just know he's the healer and he's the deliverer. And God says, whatever you've been going through, he is going to turn it around for good. And you know, at home, back in Victory Life Perth, we see lots of people get healed all the time. And I love the healing anointing. I just love the Holy Spirit. And I love just doing whatever the Holy Spirit wants to do. Because that's when people get set free and get healed and get delivered. I can, I can teach and I can teach and I can teach, but it's the Holy Spirit when he comes and breathes on the word of God that sets the captives free, that sets people free. And God's saying to you today at Victory Life Broom, I just got a word for you. And he just kept saying, keep it simple. Tell them I love them. And so after COVID, Victory Life, Perth, God just kept saying, tell the people I love them. And I'd teach sermon after sermon of God's love on Sunday nights. I'd be like, again? And he'd be like, yes, again, again, teach it again. People need to know that perfect love casts out fear. When they know my love, they won't have fear of a pandemic. They won't have fear of what's going on in the world. And God says, can you just keep telling them I love them? And so every Sunday night, I get up there or Sunday morning, whenever, and tell them, tell the people I love them. Because if we know God's love, we won't be afraid of what the media is saying. We won't be afraid of what's going on out there. We know that God loves us and he's bigger than the circumstance. He's bigger than your situation. So God says, keep saying every day, God, you love me. Because the enemy comes against everyone's mind. It comes to torment, harass, tries to pull them off track. But if you know God's love, you're not going to get pulled off track. You're not going to get pulled to the left or to the right. We need a greater revelation of the love of God in the church in this season. And God is saying, will you say it? God, you love me. Say it again. God, love me. And God says, just keep saying it till it sinks in. 
that he loves you no matter what's happened in your past. He loves you and he adores you no matter what happened yesterday. He loves you. He adores you. He wants you healed, whole, set free, delivered, prosperous in every area of your life. That's how he sees you. And God says, you begin to see yourself the way he sees you, whole, healed, delivered, prosperous in every area of your life with nothing lacking. That's the God that we serve. That's the way he sees you as you begin to picture yourself that way and begin to speak it and declare the word of God over yourself. You're going to wash yourself in the water of the word and lies of the enemy fall away because you know that God loves you. You're not afraid of any pandemic. I don't know if you're afraid of it up here, but probably if someone flies in, you're not as scared as everyone down in Perth. But I just see it's like God says, you know, anxiety and fear, are not from God. Depression is not from God. You just got to keep on laughing and keep rejoicing and stand your ground and know that our God is bigger than whatever you're going through. You know, God's love. This is a church on fire. This is just what I got this morning. This is a church on fire and my grace is sufficient for this time and season and what I have for this church. Nothing is impossible. So keep laughing and keep rejoicing. It's freedom time. The reason I say that is because I've been teaching on God's love and and I just kept teaching on it and kept teaching on it, even though I was like, God, can I teach on something different? He's like, keep teaching on my love. And then all of a sudden the joy hit our church. And now every Sunday night, everyone just rolls around laughing. And I, I realize it's because they know God's love and we had a breakthrough through teaching on God's love. And now it's like the joy's hit and God says, it's revival time. My church is going to a new level. And God says, Broom Victory Life is gonna have the same. Because it's like, you know, it just flows out. It's like a river. It just flows everywhere. And God says, it's revival time for my church in Western Australia. And God says, it's not going to stay the same. It's not going to be the same. We're not going to do the same old because God says, it's time for change. It's time for a difference. And God says, it's freedom time. And it's as you rejoice, as you allow my love to go so deep and keep on speaking it and declaring it and sharing it. Because when you share it, he keeps filling you up and it's a conduit of his love. That's what we are. And we share it wherever we go. And when we reach out and pray for someone, wherever you are, it's like God just keeps filling you up. As we give it out, he keeps filling it up. And there's plenty of opportunities in Broome to share his love. There's plenty of opportunities. And I just keep saying, it's like God says, it's time for change. And I feel like this house is going to feed the community. I kept getting it. I feel like just in the natural, I don't know what's going to change. We're going to feed food to the community, but God says you're going to feed them spiritually like never before and you're going to need a bigger house because God says it's time because the church knew how to see, receive a revelation of my love. They could give it out. And God says that's each and every one of you because he needs all of you to share the love of Jesus because his love breaks down every wall and every barrier. It's the love of God that's shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost that shifts and changes everything. I got it's time to dance. It's time to do a victory dance because victory broom, it's time for revival. And I feel like there's some people that have dug some really deep wells in broom. 
Like you've been here a long time and you kept digging and you kept praying and God says, don't worry, those prayers have not gone astray. It avails much and it's time because they have been prevailing prayers and you haven't quit and you stood your ground. I don't know who these people are. I know a couple of them, a few of them, but God's saying, keep on, keeping on. Don't stop declaring, don't stop prophesying because you're pushing back the darkness over this city. And it does make a difference. It makes a huge difference to what's going on in this town, city, town. God loves Broome and God loves you. And I just see it's like God says, keep rejoicing. I feel like the enemy's coming just to weigh just to weigh people down. But as soon as you lift your hands, as soon as you begin to praise, I'll tell you a story about a lady called Susanna in our church. And we were doing the online thing because of COVID. And we were just doing that. And it's not that much fun, but we did what we had to do to get through. Anyway, we're doing the online and we're doing Wednesday healing meetings. And we were just talking about praising in the midst of the circumstance. Don't give up, hold your joy, stand your ground, keep praising. And so we're just talking about that, just having a discussion and it's online because we couldn't hold our healing meetings. And so we're talking about it and the lady turned it on and she said, I never watch it. I just turned it on. She hadn't been in our church for that long. She, she said, I just began to praise because what happened was she had a business in the shopping center and they decided to shut it down on her. They decided to remodel the whole of Inaloo shopping center and they, shut, they were going to shut it down. And they said, look, shut it down, Gloria Jeans, just close it up and you have to pay to build a new one. And she said, that's not in my budget. She's going, God, what's going on? She said, I can't afford to build a whole new Gloria Jeans, you know, in another area of the shopping center at my own expense. So she began to praise and worship him. And just, she heard this message and she was lying in bed and she heard it and she said, thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. And she said, I, I knew one song and I began to sing it. And she said, I just began to praise him in the midst of the circumstance, even though she'd had so many emails about shutting down and it was coming down to the day where they were closing it down totally. And, you know, she went to work that day and she'd still just been praising him on that morning. And within 24 hours, the manager walked by her shop and he said, I need to talk to you. And she said, okay. She goes, I've got all your emails. She didn't know what to do because she couldn't afford to move it all and redo it all in the new area where they told her. And she said, look, I'm just telling you, if you shut me down, that's it. I'm gone, I'm out of here, I can't do it. Um, anyway, so she kept praising and he said, look, I'll send you an email, we'll talk about it more. And so he realized her situation and within 24 hours of her starting to praise, he said, look, we'll pay to relocate you, build a whole new shop for you. It's all yours. It was on the outside of the centre at the main door. So she had her own access. So she didn't even have to come and go when the shopping centre was open. She could come and go as she pleases. And God turned it all around. You know, I think it was $100,000 or something. And I just see it's like God says, when you praise in the midst of the circumstance, in the midst of the situation, and keep your eyes on him, he is going to turn the whole situation around for good. And God says, it's being anxious for nothing, because I just know his grace and his favour is on his people like never before. Don't buy into the lies of the enemy when he comes with pressure, cares, stress, because that's what he does. It's the same old that he does to everyone. He tries to intimidate people. 
He is the best intimidator. But as you begin to laugh, ha, 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 and rejoice and praise him and don't accept the circumstance, God says, accept my love, receive my love, rejoice and know that I love you, know that I'm going to turn it around for good. I don't know, is there someone here and you're getting this because you're going through something? Who is this? Just wave your hand around if that's you, if you're getting this word that I'm talking about. Just put your hand up if that's you and you're saying, I've been going through something. Yeah, there's quite a few of you. And it's like God saying, yep, yep. And it's like God saying, come on, stand your ground. Now, today is actually the National Day of Prayer. That was the start of my sermon. Sorry, I'm get, I get sidetracked. Just follow me. Go with me. Today is actually the National Day of Prayer against the pandemic right across Australia. So you can actually go online if you've got a pen and go on Canberra Declaration and pray with the rest of the churches around Australia from 7am to 7pm tonight if you feel like praying. So if that's you and you want to write that down, it's called Canberra Declaration. If you're free at any time today, jump on and be a part of what's happening. Now, you know, in Perth, I was just picturing the other Sunday night, and I really believe this is for you as well. We were having our Sunday night service, and I just had a, pictured myself with a bunch of grapes in my hand. I was just crushing them. And God kept saying, it's time for the new wine to flow. And God says, it's on your life, it's on this house. As you continue to pray, God says, it's like those grapes are being crushed because God says there's an anointing upon this house and it's upon each and every person here because you're a part of this house, you're a member of Victory Life Broom. And God says, you're going to see a move of God because the new wine began to flow because you pressed in in prayer. And you know, We've got a 24-hour prayer house about to tower, about to open at Perth Victory Life within a couple of weeks. And I feel like you're going to have the same up here because people got hungry for more of God. And God's wanting people to get hungry for more of Him. And it's through prayer when He wakes you. It's listening to that still small voice of the Holy Spirit, whatever He's wanting you to do. As you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost like never before, it's going to bring such breakthrough. It's going to break the chains of people's lives around you, but also your own life. Let's turn to Matthew 9, 16, if you get there. If we get there. We're getting there. Matthew 9, 16 and 17. And it says, if you're there, got your Bible. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth into an old garment for the patch pulls away from the garment and the tear is made worse. Nor do they put new wine into old wineskins or else the wineskins will break. The wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined, but they put new wine into new wineskins and they are both preserved. I feel like God's saying the old is passed away and I'm doing a new thing. Jesus came to offer new life imparted by faith and sometimes it's a step of faith stepping into what God has for your life and what's upon your life God's saying the old has passed away it's a new season it's a new day it's a new way and God says you don't need to look back stepping into the new and just picture those grapes being crushed and that new wine being poured out because it's a new season and God says you don't have to stay in the place that you've been in because I'm doing a new thing and you know as you just start to laugh and rejoice I feel like there's some rejoicing that needs to be done in Broome 
And God says, you just need to start to laugh in the midst of the circumstance because I see this church taking ground like never before because the people of God got on fire and they wanted to come and pray and get hungry for more of God and they stirred themselves up in the Holy Ghost. And God says, from that place, people got saved. From that place, when victory life began to spark a fire and everything began to change and there's people in this room and you've been complacent and God is stirring you up today because he says, I'm doing a new thing. And God says, it's time to get hungry for the things of God and to not be complacent anymore because it's so easy to be complacent. I have been there, but God's saying, now's not the time to be complacent. Will you get, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost like never before and get hungry for the things of God because the fire of God is coming and it's going to touch your life and it's going to change lives around you. I don't know what you do, but God's saying it's time for change. It's time to shift. God says you, he needs you to pray in the Holy Ghost like never before because there's people around you that are in need. There's people around you that are hungry for the things of God. And God says, as you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, the gifts are going to flow out of you and it's going to impact this generation. So God says, no more complacency, no more, oh, she'll be right. God's saying, it's time for the fire of God to burn in each and every one of you. The fire of God, say the fire of God. And it comes through praying in the Holy Ghost and stirring up the gifts within you. Father, I just thank you. I don't know what your name is. What's your name? Sorry? Joseph. Joseph, you carry an anointing to bring breakthrough. I don't know what you do. What do you do? You teach. I feel like the people around you are going to catch the fire because they're going to go, what shifted and changed in Joseph? And the fire of God began to burn on the inside of you and it impacts everyone around you as you just teach. And they're going to start laughing and you go, why are they laughing? And it's because you carry the fire of God. But it starts with you going, ha, ha, ha. You ready? Ha, 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 ha. And I feel like there's some people here and you just have to step out in faith and start laughing. And you might go, oh, that seems really awkward because what am I laughing at? But God's saying, you just got to start laughing. No drugs required. His love is like an atomic bomb going off. I've been there in the past, in my past life. Yes. And yes, I got the joy back then, but it wasn't the same because you always had a hangover or a come down or whatever you want to call it back then. And you know, when you get the joy of the Lord, you are refreshed, you are strengthened, you can do more, you can achieve more, you can see more clearly, you can see what God sees for your life. So God says, there's some of you that just need to drop some stuff and pick up his love and run the race that God has for you and keep laughing and keep rejoicing because he wants to take you to new levels. He wants to take you to another level that you've never been to before. I feel like the enemy has tried to steal some things, but God says it is coming back a hundredfold for everything that has been stolen. It is coming back. I see mighty prayer warriors in this house arising that know their authority because his love is like an atomic bomb and it's going off in this spirit, affecting the whole of the atmosphere because you got hungry for revival, you got hungry for change. Stepping into a new realm of the supernatural, we're seeing people get healed and set free and delivered is totally normal. Totally normal because you got hungry for the things of God. While you're praising, rejoicing and dancing, the river flows. Faith is an act and God's saying, step out and just trust me and know as you do those things, you're gonna see things begin to shift and change as you rejoice and dance and sing. 
God has already done everything he's going to do and we need to worship from that place, from that position, that he has already achieved it, he has already done it. Say, it's already done. He's already done it, it's already done. Faith moves mountains. And God says, as you begin to praise in the midst of the circumstance, as you begin to worship me, everything changes. He might not hold, you know, tell you to hold a stone and throw it at a giant, but God says, as you begin to praise, as you begin to worship me, as you begin to lift up your hands, you know, let's just try it now because I realise that when people do it at church, then they know how to do it. They're going to go home and actually do it and actually practice it. So I want you to lift your hands right now, everyone. Going to do it. And just begin to praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord. I see that circumstance and that situation on you. And I lift up your name, Jesus. Uh, some of you have to open your mouth. You ready? Jesus. Just say the name of Jesus. 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 Praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. And you know, it's that easy. I like to activate people when I'm teaching or preaching. It's that simple. It's that simple. Some of you didn't open your mouth, but that's all right. You lifted your hands. You're getting there one step closer. But it's like God saying, come on. That's all it takes. You can stand in your living room and begin to do that. You not only shift the atmosphere in your house, but you shift the atmosphere in your suburb, in this town, as you begin to praise and worship and lift up the name of Jesus. Because now is not a time for complacency. We are in the last days and everyone needs to know Jesus. And when you're on fire, people are going to get on fire around you. And God says, it's about sharing my love in this season because everyone needs to know the love of God because they're precious and they're valuable and he values you and he values everyone around you. So God's saying, don't be complacent because he loves you, he adores you. You know, there's a door of faith and expectation that opens when we realise how much God loves us. His faith penetrates our heart and every trace of doubt leaves. The enemy brings so much doubt and God's saying, no, keep declaring my word. Don't accept doubt. Don't accept fear. Don't accept the circumstance. Luke 12, 32. Let's turn there. It says, do not fear. In 12, 32. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Saying, God's saying to you, do not fear. It is the father's good pleasure. If he gave his son Jesus for us, how much more will he freely give us all things? It says all things. God says, what are you expecting in life? What are you expecting? Because you get what you expect. You get what you see. What are you seeing? What are you expecting? Are you focused on the negative? Are you focused on the things that are going to weigh you down and pull you down? Or are you expecting everything to turn around for good? Are you expecting things to change? Maybe it's been like that for 10 years. Maybe it's been like that for 20 years. Well, God says it's time for you to get your expectation up. It's time for you to get your expectation up for things to change, for things to turn, for things to shift. Maybe it's a loved one. Maybe it's a niece. Maybe Maybe it's a nephew, maybe it's your brother or your sister that you've given up on praying because they haven't come into the kingdom yet. But God says it's time for things to change. It's time for your expectation to rise. 
to the next level. God says, don't accept it the way it is. Don't let things stay the way they are. God says, raise your expectation. Begin to pray for those ones around you because God says they're coming in. They're coming in. They're coming in as you begin to pray, as you begin to pray for them. God says they're coming back. It's time for the prodigal daughters and the prodigal sons to come running back. I don't preach a a half-hearted message, but God's saying, come on, pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost like never before. They are coming back because of your prayers. They are coming back because you shared Jesus, because you love them through the tough times. You love them when they hit rock bottom. You love them through it. God says they're coming back because you kept showing the love of God because you knew that God loved you. You didn't take offense to what they did to you. You just allowed the love of God to flow. You know, when people are horrible to you, because people sometimes are, You know, God's saying, just allow my love to flow. Let my love flow. No matter what the circumstance, no matter what the situation, allow the love of God to flow. Let his love flow through you because it's time. It's time, it's time, it's time to allow the love of God to flow through you and keep laughing and keep rejoicing. We need to be controlled by his love. And I've had to learn this the hard way. And when I haven't felt like loving, I've just gone, I'm patient, I'm kind. And as soon as I look back to God's love, no matter what's going on around me, his love begins to flow like a river again. And God says, we just got to keep on saying that. I'm patient, I'm kind, I'm gentle. In Corinthians, not self-centered. You think no evil. We're not puffed up. We're ever ready to believe the best of every person. And God says, when you meditate on that, and you're focused on his love and how much he loves you, it won't matter what they say, it won't matter what they do. God says, keep on laughing, keep on rejoicing, because the favour and the grace of God's on your life, it's on your family. Be patient and kind and gentle, and sometimes it's not easy, but God says, you keep practising my love, keep walking in love, and God says, you're going to see some of the greatest battles won, and you're going to see some great breakthroughs. Say the word breakthrough. Breakthrough. You know, these last days and the wind of the spirit is blowing and that's why the enemy, some people feel like they're in a pressure cooker. Don't know if you've ever felt like that. I have. Sometimes you feel like you're in a pressure cooker and the pressure's so intense that you're like, what is going on? But God's saying, as you just keep on looking to my word, keep rejoicing, keep laughing, Keep focused on me. The wind of the Holy Spirit begins to blow because that's when the fire of God can come and move through you because you're so hungry for change. You're so hungry to see things change that God's wind becomes, comes and blows through your church and things begin to shift. And God says, sometimes you go, oh my gosh, what's with all the pressure? But it's like God is using it to create the greatest gems, the greatest diamonds because out of that, that's what comes. And God says, sometimes it's intense, but don't give up. Don't quit. Keep rejoicing. Keep laughing. The pressure creates greatness. The pressure creates greatness. And you might feel like, oh, that's just too much. God's saying, nothing is impossible for me. Rest in my love. Again, say, God loves me. I feel like there's some people here, and you have to say that like 10 times a day. 
because there's been stuff going on in your past that tries to hold you back. Maybe you've been had no father. Maybe things have gone in your life that have stopped you from moving forward. But God's saying, keep on saying it. Keep saying God loves me because it's going to break it. It's going to shift it. It's going to change it. It's going to change everything. This gentleman here in the black t-shirt right here. Do you want to come out here? I don't know your name. What's your name? Aaron. I feel like God's saying to you, he loves you. He adores you. I don't know how often you come to church, but I feel like you're here today for a reason. And God's saying it's time for breakthrough in your life, but God says you need to step up and to come and hang at church more because you're actually a leader. But sometimes you've led people in the wrong direction. Don't worry. He's saying yes to everything. I feel like God's saying you just got to keep laughing. But you know what? I used to be a person of influence when I was younger and I used to lead people in the wrong direction. But then God came and got me through circumstance. I feel like God's got you here today through a circumstance, through a situation. And I feel like someone's been praying for you. I don't know who it is, but it's like God says it's breakthrough time. And God says you're, you're so blessed to have someone that prays for you because it's kept you out of even more trouble. And I feel like God's saying the grace and the favour of God's on your life. And God says, young man, don't give up. Keep coming to church. Get around strong people. When they call you, pick up the phone and you answer, even if you don't feel like it, because God says they're going to take you in the right direction because you're a leader. I feel like you're even going to go to Bible college and study the Word of God because God says you need to preach the Word of God and set the captives free and set people free around you because God says there's a grace and favour on your life and God says as you study my Word and begin to read my Word, it's going to bring breakthrough to your life, Father. Every word negative word that's been spoken over his life lord about the direction that he will go in we break the power of it today in jesus name and we speak life father that he will fulfill the call of god on his life and he will preach the word of god and set the captives free no more struggles god says answer the phone when they call you go hang out with them because it's going to break stuff off your life god says you're going in a different direction from this day on you're not going to stay in the same place. New friends, new direction. Father, we thank you for his life. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I just thank you, Father, for your anointing that's on this house to bring breakthrough to people's lives. <sighs> thank you, Jesus. Let's all just shut our eyes for one minute. You know, if there's people here and you don't know Jesus, you don't know his love, I'm going to go back into teaching. I've still got a little bit, but I feel like I'm just to do the salvation call right now. If there's anyone here and you don't know Jesus, you don't know his love, or you've walked away from him, and you're saying, I want to give my heart back to Jesus. You know, even if there's just one person here, I'm doing it in the middle of the service, even if there's just one person here that needs this, and you're saying, I want to give my heart back to Jesus. If that's you, the day I gave my heart back to Jesus, everything changed. Everything shifted. If that's you and you're saying, I want to give my heart back to Jesus, just put your hand up right now. Thank you for those hands. Anyone else that wants to join and you're saying, I want to give my heart back to Jesus. Those people just all come out here. I just want to pray with you. If that's you and you're saying, I want to give my heart back to Jesus, just come out the front right now. If that's you, about six people put their hand up. If that's you and you're giving your heart to Jesus for the very first time, come up here. Did you put your hand up on the corner up there? You don't have to face them, you face me. 
there's anyone else who wants to give their heart back to Jesus, there's anyone else here at all, just come and join them. It just shifts and changes everything when you give your heart back to Jesus and you make that rededication or dedication for the very first time in front of everyone. Is this your first time or are you giving your heart back to Jesus? Back. Back, okay. Everyone's giving their heart. Let's all say this prayer together and you can all say it with us. Say this, dear Jesus, I believe in you. This is a new day, a new beginning and a fresh start. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And thank you, Father. I'll follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for his life. Lord, that's all right. I'm just going to pray for you. Father, I thank you, Father, for his life, for breakthrough in his life. Lord, that it's a new season, it's a new day, it's a new way. Lord, that he never looks back. Do you want to just raise your hands up here? There we go. Thank you, Jesus. That's it, Father. For your anointing, blow on him. Lord, blow on him afresh. It's a new season, young man. It's a new season. You're never going to look back. Father, I thank you for his life, Father, that it's a new season. Ha ha, that he can rejoice in the breakthrough he can rejoice in the victory that he doesn't need to stress or care or worry anymore father i thank you for her life that she's so precious to you for the anointing that's on her life lord the joy that she brings others father i thank you for her life lord jesus that she never looks back father that she continues just to focus on you father i thank you god's saying just keep rejoicing you're carrying the cares and God doesn't want you to carry the cares anymore. He doesn't want you to carry the worries. He doesn't want you to carry the stress or the anxiety. You've been carrying a weight and God's saying it's time just to worship him and lift that, allow that weight to just be lifted off because you just worship him and as you praise him, just keep praising him. Thank you, Jesus. And God says the weight of the world is now off your shoulders because you're focused on him and not on the problem. Thank you, Jesus. More, Lord Jesus. More, 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 more. Lord, they're hungry for more of you. Father, I thank you for your anointing that destroys every yoke. It's a new day. More of him. More, Lord Jesus. The fire of God burns in him. Father, for this generation, Father, more. You know, I feel like the young people are hungry for more of God. And God's saying it's time for more. And it's as we just stay focused on him and focused on God that everything begins to shift and change. And God says, get your eyes. I keep saying this. I think I've said it four times. Get your eyes off the problem and your eyes on Jesus. Because he's the author and finisher of your faith and he loves you. He loves you so much. And it's his love that eradicates all that fear and I just keep thinking how I had rats at home and they were destroying my vertical garden and I had to put rat baits out to get rid of them. Well, God says, my love is like that. He just gets rid of all the, the pestilence. He gets rid of everything. As you just stay focused and anchor yourself in the love of God, it is such a key thing for the last days and what God has for the church and what he has for our nation is to anchor ourselves in the love of God. And when the storm comes, you will not be moved. You will not be anxious. You will not allow the things of the world to deter you or to sway you. 
because God says, it's my love. It's the love of God. And it's like perfect love casts out all fear, it says in 1 John. God says, trust in me. Know that my love is working. Know that you are greater than whatever because you have Jesus on the inside of you. Whatever the circumstance, you are greater than it because God is on the inside of you and he is greater than the circumstance. The enemy comes and he tries to throw things across our path to deter us, to stop us from moving forward. But God's saying, you keep laughing at it. You keep laughing at it. You keep praising. You keep worshipping that lady in the back row with the, um, right on the corner. God's saying, you're a worshipper. And God says, keep lifting your hands because you're bringing breakthrough to those around you. You're such a warrior woman. And God's saying, you keep on declaring, keep on speaking the word of God. I don't know what your name is, but it's like God says, you keep praising me. You keep thanking me. You keep worshipping me. I feel like what's on your life, the authority that's on your life when you tell the devil to get out. It's like God says, you need to teach other people about authority and tell the devil where to go. Because God says the joy that you carry and the God says there's more joy to come. Come out here. There's more joy to come. There's more joy to come. I'm just going with the Holy Ghost. I've made it through one page. <laughs> God says you keep laughing. You carry a joy. You carry an anointing to bring breakthrough. What's your name? Velisi. I feel like God says that joy that you carry, that joy, God says it needs to be like just shared wherever you go. It's contagious. And God says, you just keep laughing and keep rejoicing. Father, I thank you, Father, that she just laughs her way through. You've been carrying some weight and it's like the weight of the world and cares. But God says, just keep laughing, keep laughing, keep rejoicing. There's people around you that are in trouble feel like they're just going through hard times. But God says, you're going to laugh them through it. I feel like you're going to hold their hand through it and you're just going to keep on laughing and keep rejoicing because God says, no, there's no fear in perfect love. So stay focused on my love. Father, I thank you for the love of God that's shed abroad in her heart by the Holy Ghost. Lord, that she just keeps laughing and keeps rejoicing and steps into that freedom that you have for her. And God says, be anxious for nothing and trust in my word and know that it is working. And God says, I feel your heart beat fast. <laughs> it's beating so fast. And God says, that's just my love. God's saying, I love you. I adore you. And I have the best things in store for you. So God says, be anxious for nothing. Keep praying. Keep trusting in my love. Keep worshipping and keep laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, that's it. Ha, 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 ha. Just keep laughing and keep rejoicing. You know, sometimes it's like you need a joy coach. Because sometimes I've been there where you're going, oh, I can't laugh about this. I can't laugh about this situation. But then someone comes along and they help you laugh. Whether it's watching funny cats on Facebook or something, whatever it takes. And you know, so many times we've heard of people that have got healed through just laughing. 
Like there was one guy and he got the worst diagnosis from the doctor, so he went home and he had cancer and he thought, I'm just going to laugh because I heard a merry heart is good like a medicine. And that's what the Bible says and he just turned on every funny video and he watched it for two or three weeks and he went back and the doctors gave him complete clearance. And I'm saying to you, as you keep laughing, as you keep rejoicing, it brings deliverance. You know, it enables God to work through you and you don't look back. You know, the main story in the Bible begins with the greatest love story in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John about how Jesus paid the price for you and me. The God, you know, Father God laid down his son for us so that we can walk in victory. That is the greatest love story there is in the Bible. And God is saying to you, will you draw nigh to him? Because the Father loves you just as much. He loves you just as much. You're his sons and his daughters. He's saying, draw close to me in this time. Sit at my feet. Spend time with me. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to write things down, what he's showing you. Begin to journal because we are in the last days and your life is a story that needs to be told to people around you, how God turned the circumstance and turned the situation around, how he... I don't know, like dropped an atomic bomb of his love and blew away all anxiety. You know, one of the greatest things that gets hit on our Facebook or on our website is how to get rid of anxiety. Prayer for anxiety. It is huge. And God's saying, can you trust me in this season and let the anxiety and fear go and allow the love of God to flow? Don't allow the things of this world to weigh you down. It's had thousands and thousands and thousands of hits because people are caught up in the things of the world rather than focused on Jesus. We were not made to carry the cares and the worry and the stress and the anxiety. We're made to carry his love and give it out to others. And God says, cast your cares on me in prayer. Come to me in prayer. Spend time with me in prayer in the secret place. It's a narrow path, but God says there are so many treasures along the way as you spend time with me. And God says you're going to see my love explode in this house as you get in the secret place and spend that time with me. And don't allow the things of the world to weigh you down because God says it's time to cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you and he adores you and he loves you. Now I need to pray for you. Could you understand up? I see it like God's saying to you, it's time to go to another level. It's time to get to know him better because you've been in a, a bit of a quandary with the Lord and God says he doesn't want you staying in that place. He wants you on fire for him because you carry an anointing. You're a leader. You carry an anointing for breakthrough. And you're going, what, me? And God says, yes, you. You carry an anointing to bring breakthrough to others just by listening to their cares and their problems. But God says, will you not take on their cares and their problems? When you take on their cares and their problems, it brings a blockage in your life. So God's saying he doesn't want you to have any blockages. He wants you to get to know him so you know how to cast your cares and the cares of others onto the Lord because God doesn't want you weighed down anymore. He wants you focused on him and on his word. And God says, will you dig into the word of God? Hang on to a scripture a day. 
and run with that scripture because it's going to bring freedom and breakthrough to your life. And God says, now's not the time to get caught up in this or that. Now's the time to make some changes and to focus on him and to move forward in life and to let the things of the world that have been weighing you down, let them go. And I feel like you've just got to shake some things off. There's some people that have done some stuff on you and God's saying, you've got to shake it off. Shake off those cares, shake off those worries. Carrying someone's care does not benefit you and it doesn't benefit God. But when you hand it over to him and say, God, I'm going to hand it over to you. Whatever that care is, whatever that stress is, I'm going to hand it over to you, God. They're in your hands. Then God can move. So, Father, I thank you. What's your name? Father, I thank you for Chris. Lord, that your hand's on his life. Lord, that from this day on he doesn't look back that he runs the race that you have for him. I just see God saying, I love you, Chris. I love you, Chris. I love you. I have the best things in store for you as you worship me, as you praise me. I just see it's like God says, regular attendance. I don't know if you don't come here all the time, but God says as you get regular attendance at church and just keep sitting under his anointing and under the word of God and just keep coming, God says you're going to grow, you're going to flourish, you're going to see things shift and see things change. And God says not when one person pulls you this way or that way, but God says when you focus on me and on my word and stay in that place. Just see, get in a Bible study. Even when you don't feel like it, God says you're not going to be pulled to the left or to the right anymore. But you're going to be pulled into the word of God and you're going to grow in wisdom and in stature and in strength. And you're going to know the love of God for yourself. Because God says people tell you stuff all the time and it weighs you down sometimes. And God's saying you don't need to get weighed down anymore. You just have to run the race that God has for you. Father, I thank you for the grace and the favour of God that's on his life. Thank you, Jesus. You're a champion, Chris. Just see, it's like God saying, keep on keeping on. And you know how I flow in the prophetic? Every single one of you can do that. It just takes time sitting at his feet. I never used to be able to do it. I remember listening to the Holy Spirit, I learned through just, and Pastor Peter does it too, because he gave a really awesome prophetic word before, but just sitting at his feet and just spending time with him and getting hungry for it and say, I want that, God will give it to you. And the first time I heard his voice was on a plane full of people and I got such a shock. And it's like, you know, he just, he then prompts you and you're like, right, okay. And then you step out and you do what he's asking you to do or you share what he's placed on your heart and people go, oh, I just needed to hear that. Or you write it down and you get to church and Pastor Peter preaches a sermon and you're like, well, that's what I just wrote down at home. And then it all begins to line up and you know you're hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. And it's that simple, just one day after the next and he'll lead you and he'll guide you so you don't make so many mistakes in life. He'll lead you and he'll guide you so you can hear his voice and encourage those around you so the church will begin to grow and flourish like never before because you all hear the Holy Spirit clearly and you hear what he's saying to you and you're going to be able to step into the fullness of what he has for you. And you know what? As you do that, Everything changes. Who loves change? Loads of people put their hands up. You all love change. Well, God says it's time for change.
It's time to see a change, trusting in the blood of Jesus, knowing that it's given you the victory. His blood is more powerful than any lie of the enemy. His blood is more powerful than any sickness. The blood of Jesus has redeemed you. It has set you free. It has cleansed you. It has made you whole. It has given you the victory that you have today. It has given you everything that pertains to life. The blood of Jesus is flowing through your veins, bringing life and health to every joint, every tissue, every muscle, every cell, every fibre of your being. He has given you the victory, no condemnation, for those who in Christ Jesus, because of the blood of Jesus, you are redeemed, set free, delivered and made whole. And God says, when you put the blood of Jesus in place of whatever you've been going through, you put the blood of Jesus in that place of that sickness and you see Jesus on the cross, that's where the sickness is. You see that lack or whatever it is you're going through on the cross. God says, it's the blood of Jesus that paid the price so that you can walk in the victory that you have today. And you're saying, oh, I don't have that much victory. God says, begin to declare it, begin to speak it, begin to rejoice in it and say, I've got the victory. I've been given the victory. No weapon formed against me shall prosper because the blood of Jesus paid the price for me that I can rejoice, I can sing, I can dance and I can pray from that position of victory because of what the blood of Jesus did. It's all about his blood. It's all about the blood of Jesus and what he did. He redeemed you. He set you free. He made you whole. And God says, you don't need to look back. I feel like there's some people here and you need to draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not going to look back. I'm going to trust in the blood of Jesus. I know I have the victory. You know, when you're having those wobbly days where you go, oh, this is just not working because we're all human. We're still human even though we know he paid the price and he delivered. You grab someone's hand and you pray with them on the phone or pray with them at church and you go, right, I need to know. And you stand together because two can put, one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. And God says, it's time to pray like never before and ring Pastor Peter, ring Jess, now that she's a pastor, pastor, ring someone, get to a Bible study. Don't do it alone. That is one of the greatest lies of the enemy. I've been there, I've done that. When you're doing it alone, that's when you make some of your biggest mistakes. God says, plug in, pray with people, stand with others around you, and they're going to pray you through. They're going to step in your footsteps with you and pray with you and help you. And God's going to be there all the time and lead you and guide you. And it's like the Holy Spirit just comes and blows on the situation. And it's like his breath of life comes and just breathes on whatever the situation or the circumstances. When you stand with someone and pray with one, someone and stand together, because there's some wives here and your husbands aren't here, or maybe you're here and your wife's not here, or you don't have someone you can pray with at home, God says, get with strong people. Get into a, I don't know what you call them, small group, connect group. Begin to pray like never before, because you carry the fire of God. And I feel like when you come together, it's like you stoke up the fire so things don't have to say the same old, same old. And you all just about put your hand up. You want change. And that comes through prayer. That comes through praying. That comes through fervent prayer. Praying when you don't feel like praying. Pressing into God when you're not feeling it. That's when things change, when you're consistent and you're persistent. 
because I used to be one of those Christians who'd pray because they, you know, feel like they need to pray. But God says, you need to pray every day, whether you're feeling it or not, because we're in the last days and we need fervent prayers. We need people on fire for God because Broome needs revival like never before. Broome needs revival. And you are carriers of the fire of God. And God says, it's on this church. It's been on this church for years. But I feel like, you know, when you start a motorbike, this is from my farm days, you have to kickstart it. That's right. You have to kickstart the motorbike. And sometimes it didn't start straight away. Sometimes I had to put the choke on. And then sometimes I couldn't start it. I had to call my dad and say, Dad, can you come and start the motorbike? Because it had been sitting there too long unused. And it got all choked up, whatever they call it. That. And it you know, hadn't been used for such a long time. I had to put the choke on and just keep going and keep going and keep going and kickstart it till it had start. If not, I'd call my dad. And sometimes you've got to call a pastor. Sometimes you've got to call someone to help you to re-kickstart it. And God says, there's some people in this room, you need to kickstart your prayer life again like never before and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and allow that spark, the fire of God to begin to burn again because it's great that you come here on a Sunday, but I feel like there's people here, you need to pray and the doors are going to be open. You're going to come and pray in the middle of the week because you need that fire starter. And God says, that's how people are going to get saved because you're going to be on fire for God. You're not going to stay in the same place. No more complacency. The fire of God. Time to kickstart. No more complacency. I don't know your name. What's your name? I'm picking on the back row today. This Graham. Graham. I just see Graham. It's like God saying, there's an anointing on your life and you're a prayer warrior. I feel like you pray little prayers every now and then and here and there. But God says it's time to pray in the Holy Ghost like never before. It's time to just kickstart that prayer life over again. At one stage in your life, you were really fervent and on fire for God. And yes, he lives on the inside of you. But God says it's time to stir it up again. And God says you're going to know the ways of the enemy and you're going to be able to speak to it. I feel like you've got this sword in your hand and it's like, God says, as you begin to wield that sword and know your authority, you're going to take authority over others and you're going to tell the devil where to go and to get off their life and off the mind because even the enemies had a bit of a field day trying to come against your mind. But God says, you are so worthy. You're a man of God born for such a time as this. And God says, as you encourage yourself in the Lord and know who he's created you to be, you're going to use your authority to push back the darkness, not only over your own household and family members and people around you, but God says you're going to use the authority that God's given to you to push back darkness over other households. You're going to go into houses and things are going to shift and change because you carry an authority because you know who you are in Christ because you're a mighty man of God. And God says begin to encourage yourself in the Lord build yourself up know who you are in Christ Jesus you're going to pray prayers that shift the heavens that change things that open doors that no man can open when people don't have jobs you're going to stand in agreement with them and doors are going to open and you're going to go oh far out I prayed that prayer and that door opened God says that's because you knew your authority and you knew knew who you were in Christ Jesus Father, I thank you, Father, for the favour of God on his life in Jesus' name. Do you mind me picking on people? No? 
<laughs> it's good. <laughs> I just see it's like there's an anointing on this house, a prophetic anointing, because it's on Peter and Rosemary's um, lives. I just see it's on this house. But I feel like there's people here that you need to kickstart your prayer life again. And just like that motorbike gets that kickstart, God says you need to kickstart it just by going shalabakaredededabalabaha. You ready? We're going to pray in the Holy Ghost for a couple of minutes. Ready? You can join with me if you can't pray in tongues. You're more than welcome to come and get it after. And you know what? It's that simple. You know, we turn to Acts 2. Just before we close, because we're getting there. Acts 2. Because there's some of you who can't pray in the Holy Ghost. You ready? It says in Acts 2. Everyone got their Bible? You're going to read it with me. And those people who couldn't pray in the Holy Ghost, it's the best gift. It says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushy mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I just see it. It's like God says, as you just open your mouth, he comes and fills you. The fire of God will come and God's going to touch and change your life. You're never the same when you're filled with the Holy Ghost. It's a hotline to heaven. He begins to show you in dreams and visions. He begins to open a whole new realm to you as you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm not saying you have to, but it's a whole new adventure with God when you pray in the Holy Ghost. Is there anyone here and you want to pray in the Holy Ghost and you don't know how to pray in the Holy Ghost? Is there anyone here and you're saying, I want that. I want to be able to pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you. Anyone else? Thank you. Just come up the front. All those people, anyone else want to join them? Just come up the front. I feel like God says it's time for adventure. It's time to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Alan, do you want it? Come up here. Come up here if you want it. If there's anyone else who wants to join them and you want to pray in the Holy Ghost, come up here. You know, I talked about the fire of God today. I talked about kick-starting your prayer life. You know, this is one way of doing it. If you don't know how to pray in the Holy Ghost, the rest of you, if you're not praying in the Holy Ghost, I, ch I encourage you to pray daily or to even time yourself. Go, okay, I'm going to pray in three minutes today, five minutes tomorrow, 10 minutes the next day, and things are just going to begin to shift. God's going to begin to show you in dreams and visions exactly what he has for your life. That's what he does. He begins to show you things. So everyone here is going to pray in the Holy Ghost with all of you and we're all going to pray together. And it's really, I'm going to pray and you try and copy me a little bit. That's the best way to get your mouth open to try and start it happening. So what's your name? Bobby, you ready? I'm going to start from Bobby down. You ready? Shalabakadehe. Pastor Peter, do you want to come? Or Rosemary, come and... That's it. Okay, best thing you can do is shut your eyes. No one's watching you. We'll just pretend. No one's watching you because they can't see you. 
they can't see you. And then you just open your mouth. You ready? That's it. And then you just keep going. That just keep going. The fire of God touch his life today in Jesus' name. Fill him up. Fill him up to overflowing, God. That's it. Keep going. Keep going. Fire, more fire, more fire, Lord, more fire. Kale baba, that's it. You got to keep going. Shalabakade de kialabaha, kialabakade de. Keep going. Just open your mouth and try and copy me. Shabakande. Shabakande. Kialabakade de. Kialababa, that's it. Keep going. Shabare de bala. Keep going. Shade. You got it. Keep going. That's a cool tongue, man. Keep going. That's pretty cool. You ready? Keep going. Hello, everyone, keep going. You try and copy me. Just open your mouth and try and copy me. You ready? I can't even hear you. That oh, okay. Ready? Shaka maka ki de ba kande. That's it. Just try. Try and copy me. Yep. Shaka. Yep. Go. Keep going. Kalaba. Doesn't have to be exactly. Kalaba. Yep. Keep going. That's it. Shaba ba ba ha. Ki ya ba 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 bo ho. Ki ala maka de ki de de de. Keep going. That's it, you know, the key is just to stay. I have one scripture for you before we finish. Ephesians 3. Let's just open there and then we're going. Sorry, I just have this one key scripture before we go. Ephesians 3, 16. Just take this scripture home with you today as they keep praying in the Holy Ghost. They're going to keep practicing. They've got a little book for them. Have you, Pastor Peter? He's not going to stop now. <laughs> He's going to keep going. I just see you at Ephesians. You guys, you can, you can stop now. You're on fire. You little legend. When you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you get filled with the Holy Ghost. It says in Ephesians 3.16 that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through the spirit in the inner man. If you want to get strong, just keep praying in the Holy Ghost. That Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. And the Greek word for rooted there is erozono, and it means the agricultural term for established. If you're rooted and grounded, it means you're established. And I feel like this church is going to another level because they're established in God's love. You're established in the love of God. 
And I challenge you this week to go home and just say three or four times a day, God loves me. No matter what's going on around you, you might get really busy because I know a lot of you work. You say, God loves me. And it begins to break off any negative words that are spoken over you, any rejection, anything that's holding you back from moving forward. God's love begins to propel you into what God has for you. And I feel like this church is about to be propelled into what God has for it. And I feel like you're going to have arms that feed the needy and reach out to this township. But God says it comes through you praying in the Holy Ghost, stirring up the gifts within you and all those people that just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, get to a prayer meeting. I don't know when your prayer meetings are, but get to a prayer meeting. I feel like everyone here, you need to get to the church prayer meetings because this church is going to another level. And God says there's no room for complacency in these last days. You need to get into prayer meetings and begin to pray like never before and allow the Holy Ghost to flow through you and be like that river and that conduit of his love to this town. So, Father, I thank you for every person here. Lord, that nothing is impossible for you. As we prayed before, Lord, nothing is impossible for you. That you're a God of love and mercy and compassion. And no matter what's happened in the past, it's a new day. It's a new beginning. It's a fresh start. And I feel like I can keep giving prophetic words, but um, if you want to close the service, I don't know how you do it. I don't know what time you finish. Yeah, if you want to come down for some joy and some impartation, the little, you, you beautiful young girl, I want to pray for you with the maroon top on here. I can just pray for you quickly in front of everyone, but I feel like that's just the anointing of God on you, that you've been sitting there just so teary, and God's saying it's what's on your life. You're an intercessor, and you've been through so much, but God says I'm bringing you out of it, and I'm breathing my breath of life on the situation that you've been going through, and God says there's people around you that have weighed you down, but God says you need to just keep laughing in the midst of the circumstance, keep laughing in the midst of the situation, because I'm a God of love and mercy and compassion. And I adore you and the grace and the favour of God's on your life. So God says, stop looking back, young lady, and keep your eyes on me. Because God says, I'm bringing you through. And I feel like you're just going to get some mamas around you that are just going to love on you and pull you out of this situation. And God says, you don't have to stay in that place. Life is worth living. And you're going to rejoice and sing once again. I don't know if you're a singer, but God says you're going to sing your little heart out like a bird chirping in a tree that hasn't got a care. God says, that's who he made you to be. You're going to sing your little heart out because there's mamas in the house that just want to love on you and encourage you and bring you through. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. So if anyone wants prayer, come on down. Let me see. Come on down, anyone who wants prayer. I'm happy to pray for you. Actually, I got a word of knowledge about someone's right ear when, before I came to church this morning. Oh, that you again, Alan? Oh, you're on my list. You're on my, you're on my list today, aren't you? You're on my list. God's got your number. You ready? Here we go. Right ear. Someone else with severe neck pain. You've had bad neck pain. And something to do with the right side of your body. Who's that? The right side of your body? That's you. Come on down. Look, there's a couple of people here. Yep, that's right. You're getting, as you said, Holy Ghost makeovers. Alan, you better come back down here. How is your back after all that? 
You're not sore now. Usually when I sit, usually when I sit for a while, it's I've got to have a you know a stand or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So. And now you're good. Yeah. That's why God said to me, you've got to get the person with the back pain up at the start. So then they had no pain through the service. You probably heard me better instead of focusing on the pain. And that's what happens. It's like God knows exactly what you need at exactly the right time. And that's how he demonstrates his love to us. Because he loves Alan and he loves each and every one of us. And that's why we need to develop the gifts within us and pray in the Holy Ghost because God can use you to set someone free. That gentleman, you, you um, second from the back on the end. You're on the end now. Yep, you. What's his name? Jay. Got to pray for you. That's his wife. Come down here. You can't just let your wife come up the front for prayer. You've got to come up together. And the lady in the blue with the pearls around your neck, up the back. Before. I just see, like God saying to me about you, you carry the joy of the Lord and you love to pray. But God says it's time for, to go to the next level in prayer. It's time to go to the next level in prayer. You carry an anointing for breakthrough. And God says, you carry that. You always have carried it since you're a young girl. You know when to say the right word to some people and just to bring joy and to bring breakthrough to their lives. But God says, it's going to a whole nother level. There's such a mothering heart on you. And I feel like just, like, just that mothering, pastoring, anointing. And God says, what's on your life is going to set so many people free. It's going to set them free as you just keep loving on them and mothering on them. But God says, the gifts on your life are going to go to a whole nother level as you just pray in the holy ghost god says he's going to give you a word in season it's like i just get the word prophet i feel like i don't do tell that to people very often oh you're a pastor that'll do it but there's a prophetic anointing on your life to bring breakthrough to people and god says it's such a mothering anointing that you're going to love people through the circumstance and the situation and set them free father i thank you for his life Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. That's right. You got it. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. I feel like sometimes you carry the pressure and the stress and the enemy comes against your mind to, to weigh you down. But God says you're going to have to do this. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. You're going to wake up in the morning and go, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. I love my life. God loves me. I love what I do. I cast my cares upon the Lord. And God says every day. Start that way. Don't allow the anxiety and the fear to weigh you down. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. You can let you go. You can let Ready? <laughs> Ready? Lift your hands. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Father, I thank you for breakthrough in his life, that it's a new day. Father, it's a new way. There's a fresh anointing on his life that he can laugh in the face of adversity. And God says you're going to have to laugh for yourself. Even though you're married, you need to walk with God for yourself. And God says you need to dig into the word of God for yourself and laugh at the situation for yourself. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 fire of God touch his life. Ha, 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 ready? Ha, 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 
ha 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 laugh at the circumstance ha 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 joy unspeakable joy full of glory fill him lord jesus fill him now fill him lord jesus for your anointing to break every yoke to bring freedom to his life, Lord Jesus, that he's a mighty man of God, that he's a mighty warrior, Father, brought to the house of God for such a time as this, that he can laugh in the face of adversity. You're gonna teach other people how to laugh in the circumstance, laugh at the situation. Ha, 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 keep laughing, ha, 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 ha. 